Hi guys, Alana here. Welcome. We are talking today about some of the mistakes that I see authors making with their ads. Right now, I want to remind you that Thursday, so two days from now, is when the author ads experience officially begins. So for those of you who have signed up, that's when we're getting going. And for those of you who might be on the fence, you've got basically another day and a half to sign up. I really hope you join us. That's part of the reason why we're doing all these extra videos recently about ads. I want to dive into some of the mistakes that I'm seeing authors making with their ads in a no judgment, no guilt way, right? Sometimes we just need to hear it though from somebody. So one of the most prevalent mistakes that I see authors making with their ads is that they will go in, they'll try it, they'll see that they've lost money and so they turn it off and they say ads don't work. I know that's probably not you and I know I'm, I'm painting broad strokes here, but it is a problem, I think, across the author community. It's almost like, I feel like there's three kinds of authors. There's authors like me who say, yay ads, go ads, I love ads, ads are helping me sell my books, right? There's authors who might say, yeah, I know I should be doing ads, but I don't know how, or maybe I don't feel like I have time, maybe I'm intimidated, or I just need someone to hold my hand and walk me through. And then there's the third camp that says, yeah, I tried it and it didn't work for me, ads don't work. Now, I wanna start, you, know, you guys know me, I, I like to keep things very, very positive, very encouraging. Some people call me the author ads coach, but I also think of myself as the author ads cheerleader, right? I like to be very, very positive and encouraging, but I want to let you know some books don't make a profit with ads. I've got a series of women's lit titles. Yeah, if I really wanted to, I could maybe put some energy in, but you know, not to the point where I would be making a whole lot of profit back. They're just some books don't work as well as others for ads. <clears throat> I know that's not as encouraging to hear, but just because you've tried something a couple times, I don't want you to absolutely give up. I don't want you to get a defeatist attitude. That's the problem. Now, yes, I have run ads for some of my books and I've said, yeah, it's probably not going to be profitable for me to run ads to this book or series long term right? Maybe every once in a while, if I just want to give it a little bit of a boost, I might do something. But I know that I have some books that just aren't great in terms of bringing back profit when I run ads. That's different than saying, yeah, I put ads up for these books and nothing happened. I lost a ton of money. Ads don't work. Ads are never going to work for me. I just can't figure it out, right? A lot of people have this feeling if you've tried it a couple times and it didn't work for you, I get it. It can be very discouraging. To keep trying but i want to encourage you to just look at the mindset if you if you go into ads thinking to yourself i know this is never going to work then what you're going to be doing is looking for the truths that are going to reinforce that <clears throat> so i've got a book that i ran about 300 dollars worth of ads to in ebook sales attached to my affiliate code i only made about 150 dollars back. Most people, maybe not most, a lot of people who don't really look deeper into the ads dashboard, they're going to say, okay, I, I spent $300, only got $150 back, ads stink, or, you know, I must be doing something wrong, or this just must, this must not be a good book for running ads, right? But when I went deeper into my ads data, <clears throat> 
excuse me, when I went deeper into my ads data, I found that once you also counted for paperback sales and audiobook sales and sales in the wide stores, because even if, for example, with Facebook ads, if you're sending people to an Amazon sales page, people who read on other platforms are going to go and search for that book on their platform. I do it too, guys. I have a subscription to Scribd. Some people call it Scribd. It's like Kindle Unlimited where you get unlimited audiobooks and ebooks for a monthly fee, but there's no exclusivity cost. So like all my books are up on Scribd. When I see an Amazon ad on Facebook and it looks like a book I want to read, I'll go and see if it's on Scribd. And I have seen this with my own Facebook ads that I run for my books. Even when I run a Facebook ad that only points people to Amazon, I see an increase in sales in the other store. So when you account for my sales in other formats and my sales in other stores, plus the increase in sales to the other books in that series, well, then I broke even, plus I got higher in the ranks, plus I got a few extra reviews. So in that case, yeah, I mean, breaking even isn't, um, you know, amazing. We all want to make a profit. If, if your choice was, well, do you want to make a profit or do you want to break even? We all want to make a profit, right? But would you rather break even and still get some sales and some new readers and some people who are going to go up to your email list and sign up there? Or do you just want to say, yeah, this doesn't work, right? So an ad that on the surface looks like it lost me $150 really didn't lose me anything. Plus it got me visibility for a book that otherwise wasn't doing a whole lot. So that's kind of mistake number two that I see authors making. So one is just quitting too soon and two is not accounting for your read through, right? So if you're promoting book one in a series, it's important to know how much you're going to make back from the rest of the series from that book. Now there's all kinds of very fancy formulas that you can use to determine this, but here's what I like to do. All you do is you take the number that you earned, so your actual revenue from the entire series, so paperbacks, eBooks, KU reads, any money that you earned from that entire series over the course of anywhere from one to three months, and then you just divide that number by the number of eBooks that you sold a book one, right? So that's a really, really simple calculation that involves no percentages or anything. It will give you a really clear feel. So I know, for example, when I sell my Kennedy Stern series, I can make about $8 from the sale of one book. So when I run ads, yeah, sometimes I lose money in book one. So sometimes it takes me $3 to get one sale of book one, and I might only get, you know, two fifty dollars in royalties for book one. A lot of people would see that and say, yeah, I'm losing money. I'm going to turn this ad off. But what I see is, okay, yes, I'm uh, still making $8 for every sale, that's still a, a very significant profit. So that's why I will keep ads running, even if they're losing money on a book one. Now, of course, that's for a series. So again, if you're kind of debating um, and trying to figure out what you want to write next, I, I do encourage series, although standalones can do well too. I just released a standalone. I'm pretty excited. My goal was to sell a thousand copies in 30 days. I have about a hundred more copies to sell to make, meet that goal and a full week left to do it. So I'm feeling really good about that. That's, you know, that's from ads, that's from tweaking, experimenting. And so again, one mistake that I'm seeing a lot of people make is getting too discouraged too soon and not accounting for the read-through, not accounting for the other benefits that you're getting 
from ads. Another mistake that I see some authors making is just tackling too much at once. And so let's let's give two camps. I'll, I'll kind of combine the next two, either doing too much at once or having so much overwhelm that you're not doing anything with ads. So, you know, the three major ad platforms that authors tend to be using today, we've got Amazon ads, Facebook ads, and BookBub ads. If you listened to a recent episode, I kind of gave a walk down about the personalities of each of those platforms where I recommend you start based on what your goals are and things like that. So you can go back and listen to that episode or watch that episode. But some people say, okay, I need to figure out ads. And so they learn, they try to learn all of them at once and it's not very focused and it can feel very chaotic. Other people say, okay, you're telling me I need to do Facebook ads and BookBub ads and Amazon ads and that's just too much. So I'm not going to do anything. No, I'm not telling you you have to do all of them. I'm telling you that maybe over the course of the next year or two, you might want to learn all of them, but I, I definitely encourage you to learn one at once, get comfortable with that one at once. If you have no idea where to start, I really do recommend Amazon ads. It's probably the easiest of the dashboards. But again, all of these platforms take time to learn. They take time to optimize. So another mistake that I've seen authors make is just waiting too too long. They say, okay, I, I need to wait till everything's perfect. I need to wait until my entire series is complete, or I need to wait until cost per clicks go down, or I need to wait until I take this course. And yes, getting training is awesome. That's why I've opened up the author ads experience. But sometimes you just need to jump in. The cost per click isn't going to get any cheaper, right? It's going to be getting more expensive in the next year. So may as well start now, as opposed to a year from now, right? When they're even more expensive. Okay, I am back with part two of mistakes that authors are making with their ads. I didn't get to finish all my points before my husband came home and my dog started going crazy. So I'm back now. I just wanted to wrap up. So real quick, some of the mistakes we've talked about before are quitting too soon, giving up too soon, not knowing your read-through numbers, and so you think that you're losing money when really you might be making a pretty decent-sized profit trying to do so much at once that you get overwhelmed or the opposite of that is feeling like there's so much to do that you get overwhelmed to begin with and don't even start. And I wanna go into now another mistake that I see authors making. And again, I, you know me, I like to be positive. I, I don't like the tough love kind of thing, but sometimes we need to say it. Sometimes I do see pride keeping authors from succeeding with their ads. Here's some of the things that I mean when I say that. There is um, kind of a, a vibe that some people seem to buy into, or maybe like a, a mindset or a theory people, some, some people seem to buy into. And it's this theory that if my book's good enough, I shouldn't have to market it. If my book's good enough, readers are just going to find it. Word of mouth is going to take over and it's going to do fine. So authors who can't make it on their own rely on ads, but my books can stand on their own two feet. And maybe you don't say that to yourself, but maybe somewhere in the back of your mind, maybe it's very subconscious, you have that in your head. So there were all kinds of mindset issues that can prevent us from either running ads or getting good with ads, investing the time and energy. There's lots of excuses 
that we can make. I don't have time to run ads or I would rather be writing, right? I'm sure you've heard lots of people say those things. So it's, you know, it's a good time every so often to just take an introspective look and say, okay, well, yeah, sometimes you do things that you don't love to do, right? So for example, I don't love editing. Um, I would be happy writing my first draft and then kind of forgetting it. And all of a sudden, a month later, boom, have a, you know, perfect book to put out there in the world. Perfect in terms of, you know, like proofread and edited and all that stuff. That's just not how it goes. You know, editing's part of the writer's life. Responding to emails is part of the writer's life. Running ads for a lot of us has just become part of the writer's life. So if you're, if what's holding you back from ads is just that you want to be writing and that you don't want to kind of spend the time doing it. I would actually wager that in some ways running ads can in the long run save you time because my ad, my income has doubled every year for many years now and ads are a huge part of why that's happened. So now I can pay somebody, you know how I said I don't like to do editing. I actually take my very messy first draft and give it to a first draft editor. She doesn't follow the story, it's messy. I have notes to myself, I have tense changes, I have characters' names who are just, you know, like XX, because <laughs> I haven't thought of their name yet. All she does is fix typos for me and misspellings and things like that. So there are ways now that I think doing ads has actually freed up my time because I'm making more money so that I can hire my first draft editor. I can pay for that one last round of proofreading that otherwise would take me several hours. Um, I can pay somebody to once a month come and give my house a deep clean so that I have more time. So if you'd start to look at it like that, that's one way to maybe get over this mindset block you might have that, oh, I just don't have time to do ads. I, I love talking about time management. I love talking about ads. I'm sure these things are going to come up more. I just wanted to address that right now since I know that it is a, something that a lot of us worry about. We want to be writing our books. It can feel scary to dive into a whole new world of the ads. For me, I don't mind it just because the ads use such a different part of my brain that I actually find them to be a nice productive break from the writing side of it. I know, I know that not everybody feels that way, but at the very least, hopefully, when you hear me talk about ads, you can catch some of the excitement that I have. I'm hoping that it is, the enthusiasm is contagious for you. Again, we've got two more days, about a day and a half left actually to sign up for the Author Ads Experience. I'm just so excited about this group of authors that we're gonna be bringing through these courses and these trainings, these live videos. I've been doing quite a bit of behind the scenes stuff just to get the infrastructure set up. I am so excited. I would love to see you there. Sign up before the end of the day on Thursday, August 15th, if you want in and have a great day.